Hey, Dr. Mike here. Have you ever heard of 3 and 8? Well, it goes with magnesium and your brain loves it. Stick around to learn more. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm Dr. Mike. Um, I'm with my co-host, Dr. Crystal Gossert. Uh, and today we're going to talk about magnesium 3 and 8 and why that's so important. It's 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 a little, I don't know, can I call it a little special form of magnesium? Absolutely. Yeah, it's not the normal stuff you find in other like magnesium um, formulas and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, and, and to help us understand the importance of magnesium 3 and 8, you know, where it came from, why we have it, what's the benefit, we have an expert. That's right. Right? Dr. Jennifer Gu, she is a PhD in experimental pathology at the University of California, Los Angeles, completed her postdoctoral work at the California Institute of Technology in the Division of Biology. She's published extensively in peer-reviewed journals, including Nature, during her academic life. Dr. Gu holds multiple patents and is a frequent speaker and contributor to nutritional journal articles. She's currently the VP of Research and Development at AIDP, um, and she's they're responsible for new product development, clinical trials, all kinds of stuff. Dr. Gu, welcome to Live Forever. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me, Dr. Mike, Dr. Crystal. We're excited to, to talk about this. Um, as you know, brain health, memory, cognition, these kind of things, brain fog stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. people are, are often talking about helping, you know, to, to improve uh, brain function, basically. We hear it all the time, so we're happy you're on. So to lay the foundation of what we're going to be talking about today, will you share the overall benefits? Let's just start with magnesium first. Like, let's talk about magnesium first. What are the benefits, and why is supplementation important there? Yes, magnesium has been, you know, magnesium is one of the most important minerals in, in our body, and it's a cofactor for over 300 different uh, by, uh, enzymes uh, in every part of uh, our biological uh, reactions. So it is also a, a important uh, minerals for the brain. Uh, it's actually facilitating many of the signaling pathways involved in the memory, uh, cognition, uh, stress, anxiety, all of these functions and magnesium are, are helping uh, the enzymes are working on all these pathways to work properly. So it is one of the fundamental nutrients uh, of our body. Yeah. So we always like, you know, Dr. Chris and I always like to talk about food first. Mm-hmm. Right. And so magnesium, you can find it in leafy. You, you know, you're the expert here, right? I mean, yes. Leafy greens, nuts, nuts seeds. seeds. Yeah. She's taught me a lot about where you can find magnesium in food. But we also know that our food supply, food chain, um, what people actually are eating and not eating, really, we're not getting enough. Right, mm-hmm. Dr. Crystal? So that's kind of why supplementation, I think, plays a key role. But we're we're moving let's shift now though right so that's magnesium we're talking about something called magnesium 3 and 8 how is that different and why why did we need to bring that to the market yeah so there's many different types of magnesiums on the market and a lot of them actually have problems being properly absorbed 
Okay, so one of the things you probably uh, noticed that magnesium oxide was in in, in the uh, formula for laxative, uh, over-counter laxative. And that is uh, one of the uh, indicator that uh, it is not well absorbed, okay. So, mactin, which is magnesium L-theonate, is one of the uh, new magnesiums that are well absorbed, a very, uh, it's a bioavailable magnesium source. So the uniqueness about it is that it's not only bioavailable through the intestine absorption, it is also unique in that it is brain bioavailable. So there's uh, research has demonstrated that it is only the, the only one magnesium that can effectively go across the blood-brain barrier to raise the brain magnesium levels to have a benefit in memory cognition and many of the brain-related uh, uh, functions. Yes, and, and so when we look at the L3 innate and I do recall that original research, mm -hmm. um, and it seemed there were multiple I guess many research uh, studies within that one larger study and the magnesium three and eight was compared to other forms. So I have two questions. What were those forms in that original research that the three and eight uh, was compared to? And can you tell us a, a little more about three What What is right, yeah. L3O8? Very good question. So uh, let me bring back a little bit about how magnesium l was discovered. Okay, Magnesium l was actually discovered by a professor, uh, Dr. Guo Song Liu uh, from MIT. Okay, So he was studying how uh, he was doing the, the drug uh, screening pathways to to look for factors that can increase the neuron plasticity, which is a hallmark for uh, increased improved memory. So he set up the tissue system, try to screen different kind of compounds. And by accident, he found out magnesium can effectively increase the neuron plasticity. Okay. So later on, when he was doing a postdoctor uh, fellowship uh, at Stanford University, he worked with a local biotech company and screened all the magnesium compounds available in the animal model to see which one actually go across the blood-brain barrier. So mm -hmm. he, in his research, he identified that magnesium l is the only magnesium compound uh, he, I think he compared all the compounds uh, that is available on the market uh, uh, by at that time, about uh, 20 years ago. So he found out mactin, magnesium l 3 is the only one that can go across the blood-brain barrier, effectively raise the brain magnesium levels. Come back to your question, what is l 3 l 3 is one of the main uh, vitamin C metabolites. Okay, so it is a, a, a ligand that is already present in our body and especially in a higher concentration in our brain because we take mm. a vitamin C all the time. So we have these major metabolites of vitamin C in our body already and it's actually present in a much higher concentration as it presents in our uh, circulation system. So it indicates that it does have a special role in our brain. 
Now, is it true that the L3 innate is kind of acting as a transporter to get the magnesium into the brain? Is that the understanding? Yes, it is. Actually, there's a published research specifically examining whether it is the L3 innate as, as a special carrier to carry the magnesium to the brain. It is not very clear how physically, it, whether it's carrying magnesium directly or not, but it is very clear that it is a requirement to, for mm. the magnesium to go to the brain. Now, you, you, had, you had mentioned uh, briefly um, in your answer there about brain connections, yeah. right? Those, plasticity. That's plasticity. Plasticity and stuff. Can you explain that a little bit for the audience? What exactly is plasticity and why, why is it so important to cognitive function? Uh, yes. Uh, if you think about the cellular mechanisms of signal transduction in the brain, you normally have one neuron cells extend a arm and go to the next neuron cells. So that's forming the connection. Okay. And this connection are important for signal transduction between the neurons. And that is where the memory cognition uh, signaling works. Okay. So the more of these connections, the more that is signaling going on, the more memory functions are happening. Okay. So this kind of connection is an indication of neuron plasticity. They're able to form all these uh, connections. Uh, and that is the indication that your neuron are actively working, are transducing these signals, mm -hmm. are forming these connections for the memory and cognition. And that is actually the physical evidence for a good memory and signaling, uh, cogn cognitive signaling happening in, in your brain. If and, and, and magnesium is important for all that, right? Magnesium plays a role. Correct and helping to make those connections, right. right? But before we had magnesium three and eight, not enough magnesium was getting into the brain probably, but now with this new formula, we can get it in the brain and we're making those those stronger connections. Is that the gist that of it? That is very true, Dr. Mark. So what's happened is that if you recall over the past uh, decades, we have been emphasized on taking calcium Okay. It was mm -hmm. magnesium wasn't a part of a recommended nutrition, but magnesium is so important. We can only get that from the environment, from our food, from our drinks. And actually, if you look at the food nowadays, the nutrient is much less than we had, uh, let's say 50 uh -huh. years ago. So we, if we just eat the normal food, we're not taking the right amount of nutrient that we need it. Yeah. And when we take in the calcium, uh, uh, calcium is important, but sometimes I think we're taking too much calcium because of the advocate for the past, you know, uh, uh, decades. And we are at, actually uh, uh, changing the balance between calcium and magnesium. So we really need to take the proper amount of magnesium, especially when we're older, all these, we're missing all these uh, minerals. And if we're not taking the right amount, we're not having the proper amount in our brain, in our body, and it's directly related to how our brain and body functions properly. And that is, in my opinion, a big uh, factor contributing to all these problems like neuron degeneration, Alzheimer's, uh, stress, anxiety are, are truly associated with the lacking of 
the new proper nutrients, especially magnesium. Yes, I'm happy you brought that up. And I looked at Dr. Mike when you were talking about the magnesium in the food. He talks about that all the yeah, time, yeah. Uh, that even the uh, an apple from 40 years ago is not, not the not same, the same. Yeah. as today. And that's research-based. Right, Records, absolutely. Uh, about 10 years ago did a great study comparing uh, polyphenol-like levels, mm-hmm. mag- mineral levels, and yeah. Yep. So let's transition from the animal research where, okay, now we know from animal research that the magnesium 3 and 8, it is getting into the brain. It's forming or creating those connections, making them stronger. How does that translate to outcomes in clinical studies in humans? Can you kind of walk us through uh, some of the groundbreaking research uh, that we're seeing in, in humans? Sure. We have done several uh, human clinicals uh, on magnesium L-threonate. Okay. So the first human clinicals was focused on older uh, uh, people that have complained about memory, cognition mm-hmm. problems, but they're normal people just complaining about just like when we're getting to a certain age, we, we notice we have problems in proper memory, cognition, and a a popular, a randomized placebo control study using a placebo and a group taking MACTIN about two grams, uh, 1.5 to two grams dosage, which actually is only about uh, 120 to 140 milligram of elemental magnesium, mm-hmm. which is very low compared to, uh, to RDA. Okay, so it's one third of the daily recommended dosage of magnesium. And after uh, six weeks and 12 weeks, people were examined for a uh, cognitive uh, test, which is a computer-based uh, cognitive test. It mm-hmm. is not uh, a just subjective questionnaires. It's an objective test. And, through, uh, it, and it was measured before and after. Okay? So after uh, six weeks uh, of intake of magnesium, it was shown that the overall, there's four areas of cognition was measured and they were significantly improved uh, as compared to the placebo. But most interestingly, when you use a composite, the researcher used a composite score, which actually take into account of all these four different measurements, which is reflection of the overall brain health. It showed an even higher significant difference versus the placebo. And very interestingly that if you using the brain age measurements, okay, which is, you know, a measurements commonly used in literature, uh, we find out that the MACTIN group, which was a certain brain age before and after, it is a nine years reversal, means that MACTIN make these people uh, bring is nine years younger by this kind of measurements. So that's very okay, now we're listening. Hold on. <laughs> wow. So, so, so looking at these brain biological age mm-hmm. things, there was like four or five years. You're saying that the people in the in the uh, magnesium three and eight group re- went became younger by nine years compared to placebo. Is that just make sure we're hearing that right? Uh. Uh, to be more accurate, okay. Uh, so what's happening is that in the people 
uh, old people population that was actually complaining about memory loss, cognition. Mm -hmm. Okay, when they measured their cognitive function, which corresponding to the brain age. Okay, yeah. and that brain age is not just we invented; it's actually published literature. Ah, there is right. a gotcha. yeah. a curve of the the uh, the measurements of the brain function versus their real age. So that mm -hmm. curve is generated through the literature research. Okay, so when we measured the initial population against that that curve, so these people, let's say they're、uh, sixty years old, but their brain age was around sixty nine years old. Okay,、yeah. because they're older compared to their peers, a normal population.、Mm -hmm. Okay, so when they take mactin, they're able to reverse back to comparable. To their、ah. normal peers, so it's rejuvenate your brain. It's making、yes. your brain as as young as your normal peers. Right. That's so I love that. Great research. Yeah. Do it, has there been any follow up research? Do we know? I guess. Do you need to continue to take it to maintain those benefits? That's a very good question. Uh, we actually tested that idea in the animal study. It's hard to do it in the, in the humans, but we did tested that idea in animals. So in the animals,、uh, what's happening is that you take mactin after two weeks, you see the benefit. Okay.、Mm -hmm. So if you stop taking it, the benefit disappeared after two weeks. So if you retake it, you're going to. Another two weeks, you're going to see that benefits again. So if that is consistent with our understanding about taking nutrients like magnesium, okay,、mm -hmm. you do need to take it to maintain the proper levels、uh, yeah. in your body to have、mm -hmm. the benefits. But it does take take some time to to accumulate, and it takes. And if you stop, it will disappear after.、Mm -hmm. You know, in animal model, it's about two two weeks. But very interestingly, is that. In the human clinicals we have done, and in our personal experience of using this product,、mm -hmm. its effect, its benefit is actually very fast. Okay, that is very、wow. unique about Mactin. You can, I mean, in my case,、uh, as a consumer, I've been taking it over ten years, and I felt the focus and the benefits within thirty minutes. I know it's not.、Oh. I mean, we haven't tested scientifically. It's my、right. personal. Well, that's your experience. That's okay.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my experience, and that's a lot of my、uh, colleagues and、uh, my friends' experience taking it. Yeah. So one of the questions we already get be because of this is, you know, people hear about magnesium three and eight, they become very interested in it,、mm -hmm. especially when you hear research like that, right? <laughs>、um, but they're already kind of taking a magnesium formula. So、uh -huh. then they're confused. Do I do I still take my general、mm. magnesium because I was doing that for bone health or whatever,、right. metabolic health, systemically,、mm -hmm. not necessarily for my brain? Can they still take that formula and add magnesium three and eight?、Uh, I actually uh, have uh, uh, reservations about taking magnesium with other magnesium uh, products. Um, It could be, you know, if 
because magnesium l is very bioavailable. It's not only good for the brain, it's actually also uh, very good for, for other part of the uh, bodies, okay? For the heart, uh, for the red blood cells, for, for the bone. Uh, we don't have, in the human clinicals, we haven't really tested, but in animal studies, uh, the bioavailability is well demonstrated. And it's also, we, I have a lot of anecdotal data to, to see the benefits of it uh, in other part uh, of the system okay so given that said uh, i think we shouldn't take too much magnesium anything we shouldn't take too much okay mm -hmm. so so i think if you have magnesium in other part of the formula if you wants to take it you should take the reduce the the, the amount okay not uh, too much okay or you take it at different times you don't take it okay. together now, when you when you look at some of the studies, I just want to go back to something you said about its bioavailability. Uh, have we identified uh, a comparison or have you seen any research with comparing red blood cell magnesium levels, like testing with the different forms versus the L3 innate form? Uh, they're published research, not from us from other people, okay? So the good mm -hmm. thing about magnesium L-threonate, although it was discovered uh, and patented by us, but then uh, in the literature, there is a huge amount of publications from research groups all around the world using uh, magnesium L-threonate for their uh, own studies. And so it has been uh, basically uh, 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 demonstrated all the uh, functions we have discovered. Okay, so it's nice mm -hmm. to see that it's re re repeated by other labs around the world. So mm -hmm. there, there are publications comparing magnesium L-threonate with all different different kind of uh, magnesiums. And um, although it's not specifically down to the brain, it's just comparing uh, with other source using the traditional methods. Magnesium L-threonate still turned out to be the best bioavailable form. Okay. Mm, okay. And in terms of how it, it uh, how it's bioavailable compared to other source, uh, one of the things we have to notice that a lot of times when you do the study, you only compare that through the intestine absorption. Okay. Right. So the real mm -hmm. bioavailability is really where it functions. For example, whether it goes to the brain. We have that in animal studies, okay? Uh, it's published in Neuron compared the MACT, magnesium l versus the, the, all the uh, organic magnesium. At, as a example, it was magnesium uh, gluconate uh, plus milk. That was uh, uh, one of the most organic magnesium tested uh, put uh, uh, in the figure and the Inorganic magnesium, as example, is magnesium chloride. It was also mm -hmm. the most soluble inorganic magnesium compared. So those two representatives from all the screening was uh, was produced in that figure, which is figure one on the neuron, demonstrate that that only magnesium elsewhere on it as compared to the most bioavailable organic magnesium, most viable inorganic magnesium, that is the only one that are able to elevate the brain magnesium levels. Okay, I, so I it's important to look at the end results, the physiological mm -hmm. functions. Mm -hmm. 
for the compare of the bioavailability. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Um, and we talk about this, the difference between absorption and bioavailability. Yeah. I think part one is obviously getting it through, you know, in the digestive tract into the bloodstream. And we do understand that dosing uh, plays a major role with that as well. You know, the more the, the actual elemental magnesium that you are taking in at any given time, you know, there's that threshold where the absorption slows down. Uh, and so I know you mentioned with the dosing that that's typically administered, the one to two grams, there's about a 120, 40 or 140 milligrams of magnesium. So I know that that certainly helps to make sure you're not overloading the system where that magnesium is going to be absorbed. But I like how you brought out about the bioavailability. It's not only getting in, we're seeing the magnesium through and it getting into the tissues yeah, yeah. better. Right. Is that what is that what I'm understanding? I just wanted to, to yes. clarify yes. that point to make sure. Yes, Doctor. So you said it right. Uh, it is. It is not only absorbed to your intestine. It is how it goes gets into the tissue of function. For example, the brain function, how it gets to brain. The heart, how it gets to the heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for uh, mag- magnesium L-threonate, mactin has been looked in the humans for it entering the blood cells okay so the it's actually uh, are able to raise the uh, test raise the blood cells magnesium levels and um, yeah. as direct comparison in the red blood cells versus other magnesium source i haven't seen that so i don't think it mm-hmm. has been done um, mm-hmm. uh, i'm going to switch gears just real yeah. quickly dr gu um a lot of people take magnesium because of the kind of the calming effect at night. Like they use it like with melatonin and stuff. They take yeah. it is what, when do you suggest taking magnesium three and eight? Can, can they, you know, if people are taking magnesium at night. Can they just switch to magnesium three and eight and do that at night before they go to bed? You know, that bring out a excellent uh, point. There's uh, just, as you said, a lot of people are taking magnesium for calming. We actually just finished uh, human clinicals on that specific area of interest. Uh, so we, we try to investigate how magnesium, magnesium L-cyanate works uh, contributing to sleep. Okay, so this is, a, we're still submitting for publication. So this is a, a unpublished results. I'll just, um, in, without going to too much detail, I'll give you uh, some uh, peek into uh, the discovery. So what we have noticed is that taking mactin at first, it's actually for a lot of people who are magnesium deficient, it actually uh, make you very sleepy. But after a while, mm-hmm. if you continue taking it, it's actually uh, do not increase your sleeping time. Do not necessarily ha- help you to fall asleep. Okay, but what what you experience is that when you wake up, you have a full energy, clear mind, and uh, a very productive day. Okay, so with that understanding, we did a human clinical. It's a double-blind, placebo-controlled, uh, randomized uh, human clinical with placebo and mactin. So what we found out is that mactin doesn't, just as we experienced, mactin doesn't really help you to fall asleep too much, slightly. Doesn't help you stay in bed longer. However, 
it increased the REM stage and the deep stage,、mm. which are the two stages that helps to consolidate the memory, help to improve your cognition, help you to you know to your brain to rest and rejuvenate.、Yeah. That、mm-hmm. has been already、uh, known for literature, and mapping helps in those stages to help you bring to recover, to rejuvenate, so you have a better quality of sleep. And yeah, the next day,、good. people are tested, ask you, "How do you feel?" There's improvement in productivity. There's improvement in mood. There's improvement in clear mental health. There's.、Uh, In, you know the huge amount of improvement in in the next day's productive productivity, so that is really what magnesium really does in sleep. Fascinating. Thank you for sharing that、yes. with us. I love to hear that. Hot off the press. We, we talk about that a lot. It's not just falling asleep. It's,、mm-hmm. it's it's doing something that allows you to go through the site the stages and、yeah. cycle through the stages of of sleep. So that's great to hear. You're listening to Jennifer Gu. She is a PhD in experimental pathology from the University of California, Los Angeles.、Um, Doctor Gu, just to kind of wrap things up、mm-hmm. a little bit,、um, like what would be for our audience, our listening audience, what would be your your take home message about magnesium threonate? So magnesium is an important mineral that we need to supplement, and magnesium L threonate is the one that. The brain magnesium, the brain energy, the brain rejuvenator, in my opinion, and it is a safe ingredient if you take in the recommended dosage, and it is a magnesium that、uh, has not only helps with your brain, actually, it helps with in many other、uh, functions of your body. So I I have been taking it for over ten years. Um, since I am probably one of the first person to take it, and I know I felt the benefit, and most、yeah. people can feel the benefit of focus and the concentration very quickly and effectively. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to know that the investigators <laughs> and the developers actually take their products. Yes,、right? it's, it's kind of a, a good thing. You wanted to clarify one more thing, maybe. Yes, yes,、uh, and so the trademark form of magnesium L three and eight. You mentioned it a couple of times. This is magteen. Is that correct? That's, that's、okay. correct. Yes, Doctor. Oh, and I'd like to say my mom also takes it. I'm not saying your mom's sharp. <laughs> she is. She's. On she、it. is. <laughs> This is one that she, when she runs out, she calls me up. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> Doctor Gu, thank you so much for joining us today. I think this was a, a wealth of information. Yes,、um, and I know my the, our audience is just going to eat this up, right?、Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming on today. Thank you, Doctor Mike. Thank you,、uh, Doctor Crystal. Thanks for having me. Our sponsor, Life Extension, would like to say thank you to all our <laughs> listeners. Right, we have a growing、um, number of listeners,、mm-hmm. and we're really proud of that. And Life Extension would like to offer. Everyone that listens, a ten percent discount at lifeextension.com on your whole order. Yes. Right. Just when you're at checkout, all、mm-hmm. you got to do is type in podcast, and you'll get ten percent off. That's lifeextension.com podcast ten percent.、Mm-hmm. Pretty good. So don't forget, you can also go to liveforeverish.com,、uh, where there's so many other episodes you could check out. When you do, go ahead and download, like, and share, and of course subscribe, so you never miss a show. It's the one-two punch. We do an email. And you can join Life Extension's newsletter, and then number two, you can subscribe. So that's Life Extension 
Nope, that's liftforeverish.com. Lifeextension.com is the podcast 10%. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm Dr. Mike. That's Dr. Crystal. Thanks for listening.